occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. <laughs> hey, welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is episode 109. I'm Abby. I'm Kate, and we'll be your ghostesses. It's nearly Halloween. So close to Halloween, I can smell it. That's going to be one of the tracks on our Halloween oh, album. <laughs> the Halloween album? Yeah. Coming next year. Oh, 2024. In a world... Where Abby can make a Halloween album and a Christmas album and a Valentine's Day album. What are you talking about today, Kate? This week, I will be talking about science and ghosts. I don't want to go into it too much because I don't want to spoil the story and the sources list will be at the end. Are you aware that... Yes, I know it has a title. It's going to be in the title. I'll just write, ooh, what's this one about? And mystery. No one's going to look this up, are they? Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'll be talking about the spooky, scary story of Dear David, a paranormal internet sensation. Ooh. You can tell me if it's a real ghost story or not, but it did freak me out. Okay. It's not real. You don't know. You <laughs> Sorry, haven't you even... You just said I could tell you. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> But before I tell you about that, in this ultra spooky, scary, near Halloween episode, a little bit of news for you that goes great alongside your story, the mystery that we don't know what it is. (laughs) From the Cambridgeshire News, the spooky Cambridgeshire pub said to be haunted by a ghost dog. The Cross Keys Hotel is thought to have a ghostly dog that haunts the inn. Locals report seeing a brownish dog over the years and nobody's fazed by him. He just hangs out. But the pub itself is several hundred years old. And also it's a pub, so it's not surprising that like maybe a couple of dogs have been in there and a couple of pups may have passed or, you know, maybe even better, they had their favourite spots there, so they've returned as a ghost. Stop it, I'm sobbing violently. Yeah, or a pub dog died there. That's why I said yeah. Yeah, I see now. When I said a dog may have died. I thought you just went like, dog died. That a dog-, dog walked, you know when they sometimes they walk? Far away to die. <laughs> they walk all the way to the pub, have a pint and keel over. Yeah, they say, can I have a... That's that's the end point. of Marley and me. Spoilers. I was trying to say pint and pour. I know. I just glossed point. over it. Stop what saying else? point. <laughs> it, feels like, it feels like it's slur. Okay. Do you, do you want to tell me a story? Let me set the scene. It was a bitterly cold day. In April 1626. April. We're in London. London. More spe- That's where you live. Sorry. That's London. You, that's what you sound like. <laughs> no, I don't. You I sound like Oliver Twist. Yeah. London. That's exactly that's Worst just pies. <laughs> you didn't think you were signing up for a musical podcast. But they did. They pre-ordered my album. Here we are. Your album now? No, it's a this duet. We talked about it on Patreon. It's a whole thing. Anyway, it's in London. More specifically, Pond Square in Highgate, which is in the north of London. It was snowing, which was uncommon for that time of year. Two men were chatting while riding along in their horse-drawn coach, and the subject of food preservation popped up. By this point in time, preservation of food already kind of existed, but everything was just put in salt. The presence of the snow on the ground made one of the men wonder out loud why they couldn't just use snow to keep the food good for longer. This man was Sir Francis Bacon. Ah. I hate that. I just name-dropped Francis Bacon. Like, you know him? Yeah, like, he's a super cool guy. You're going to be really shocked. He's my friend. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, my good friend. My good friend, Sir Francis Bacon. If you don't know who he is, He's basically the guy that we have to thank for the scientific method as it is today. So question, research, hypothesis, experiment, analyze and report. And he also did a lot of work within natural philosophy. So this is why he was asking the question about snow preserving meat. The man he was with, Dr. Withborn, was a physician and agreed that the idea might just work. So the two men got out of the coach and went to a nearby building. Salt's pretty delicious, though. Preserving things in salt? You don't eat the salt it was preserved in. I know. No, you don't. No. <laughs> the way you're looking, you're like, just fry it up. Mm. 
Yeah. I love salt. Mm, yeah, but it wouldn't work with some things. I'm going through a real salt phase right now. Cows be like. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have a salt look. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, ignoring Abby's salt phase. My cow be like. Ooh. <laughs> wow. So the two men got out of the coach and they went into a nearby building. They bought a hen and then had a lady disembowel it. Oh. Yeah, dead hen. From here, they stuffed the chicken with snow, popped it in a snow-filled bag. It was the first purposely frozen preserved chicken recorded. Wow. Yeah. The men were planning on keeping an eye on the findings. However, Francis had done all of this himself, and where he'd been out of the snow for too long, he didn't feel well. He was then placed in a damp bed, and he got pneumonia and died on the 9th of April. Ah. Because the 1600s do just be like mm-hmm. that. Do you just get killed from just being Wet bed, outside? Now you're dead. inside. Yep. <laughs> being both just half inside and outside. Just being. Just truly just being. So I'm sure you're thinking by this point, oh, there's, there's the science. And now that he's died, I'm sure he's going to haunt the place he died, right? Wrong. I know you know. I know that you already know this story, <laughs> right? But I want you I to, don't know the story. I, I just know like what the thing is. Buy into it. This is not about the ghost of Sir Francis Bacon. Soon after his death, people started to report that a partially plucked chicken had been seen running in circles and flapping its wings frantically at Pond Square. Others also said that they'd seen a grumpy-looking chicken in the low branches of a tree nearby. However, when people had approached the chicken, it had vanished before their eyes. I'm sure at the time, people thought it was a great big hoax, especially since Francis had died shortly after getting the chicken from there and using it for the, his last mm-hmm. experiment. However, the sightings of this frozen hen didn't end just here. Froze hen, if you will. Oh, no, did you write that down? Yes, I did. <laughs> nice. <laughs> More sightings occurred during the Second World War. As air raid wardens were patrolling the streets to ensure that lights were off and residents were safely inside, they saw a hen flapping around by Pond Square and running around in a flustered manner. One of the air raid wardens apparently tried to capture the hen to stop it running too far from home, but the chicken disappeared as it seemed to run through a wall. Another evening, not too far after the last, someone was walking through the area when they heard a coach and horses, so they started to look around, see where the noise was coming from, but they couldn't see the coach, Mm -hmm. they couldn't see the horses. All they saw was a chicken (laughs) running around in circles with half of its feathers gone. Nice. Again, couldn't be caught, disappeared into thin air. A lady named Mrs. Greenhill alleged that she saw the big white bird while she was living in Pond Square during the Second World War. According to sightings of the chicken, its modus operandi seems to be that it just launches itself out of the sky, onto the ground, starts sprinting around like its life depends on it. Nice. In February in the 19th... Just dropped? Yeah, just flies out like when you're playing call of duty and like you get a care package (laughs) but it's a chicken yeah rock and roll in february in the 1970s the chicken ruined a young couple young couple's intimate moment oh on a park bench uh by chucking itself down from the sky right next to them if i were ghost chicken i would do it with people absolutely freaking out it ran two circles around them, then just disappeared. That's so funny that it just spawns. Yeah. Dropping in. <laughs> Chicken reporting for duty. The apparition has also been spotted by a motorist whose vehicle broke down in January 1969. His car had broken down, he was waiting outside the car when he noticed that there was a bird that seemed to need some help, because again, freaking out. He spotted the chicken, noticed that it was part plucked and running around, So he got out of the car to pick up the bird in case it harmed itself or Mm -hmm. whatever. But, you guessed it, the bird vanished. All of the sightings agree that the ghost chicken is white and has been part plucked. It always runs around in circles and flaps its wings. In some accounts, the bird makes noise. Um, So some accounts of the bird with the couple, especially, they said that the bird was squawking. But in others, it says that it was just silent, but it was flapping around. Mm Mm-hmm. Most of the things I've read tend to agree that they think the chicken is here because of Sir Francis Bacon's experiment. But 
I did also see some different theories. One theory is that there was a wealthy landowner nearby who kept a lot of chickens in his estate, and he needed to cut down the number of chickens, so he told his servants to kill some of them. One of the chickens escaped and ran to Pond Square. The chicken died later, and then haunted the square when it died, looking for evil poultry revenge on those (laughs) who kill chickens. Which, I'm going to admit, I like so much more. Yeah, why is that not the plot of Chicken Run 2? Well, we don't know yet. It could be. Oh my god. December 15th, mark your calendars. Why is there not a Chicken Run Halloween special? Chicken Run's Kate's favourite movie. I love Chicken Run. I would, would die you, for Chicken Run. Would you like there to be a Halloween special where there's a ghost chicken game? I would chicken love revenge. it. Yeah. yeah. Because I like Cars. Ardman, listen to this. Oh my god. I like Cars as well. Um, and they did a Halloween special. And I love that. And Monsters vs. Aliens. Love that one too. She loves an obscure animated movie. Yeah, dude. They're great. Although, Cars is not obscure. In my head, it's a more obscure Pixar movie, but it's because I was older when it came out. I see people on TikTok, because they're younger, generally, talking about how much they love cars all the time. And I'm like, oh, that must be like your Nemo. You know what I mean? Mm. Irrelevant, just wanted to say that. Um, Yeah, I want a chicken run for each event of the year. I want it to coincide with when we we release our albums. Yeah, so we have the Halloween album, Halloween Chicken Run. Mm -hmm. Halloween, wait, Halloween Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, Chicken Run Christmas album. Christmas. The Chicken Run Christmas album. <laughs> oh, dude. I would pay so much money. Um, anyway, getting back to the chicken that I was talking about. So not only in this theory is there a ghost chicken, but it's also really pissed off at humans. Mm-hmm. Like, Understandable. Could have crossed... No. Over. But it was like, nah, not having that. And stuck around. Mm-hmm. The only other idea that I saw is that a group of witches used to gather in the square to meet up, and one day they did a spell to turn a chicken into a demon. Not sure what the point in such a spell would be. Because... To have a tiny baby demon. <clears throat> yeah, but those who have dealt with chickens will know that chickens can be proper assholes without having the power of a demon. Yeah, because they just be eating everything. Yeah, and they flap around, they shit everywhere. Anyway, the spell went wrong, and it turned the chicken into a ghost instead, so now it haunts the square. Fair enough. So, now that I'm done, my sources were (laughs) realbritishghost.com, backyardpoultry.iamcountryside.com, haunted-london.com, mysteriousbritain.co.uk, medium.com, mylondon.news, and mentalfloss.com. I... Love the idea that, first of all, you'd make a chicken into a baby demon. I'm saying baby because, like, small. Look at a small demon that you could just pick up and take around. For whatever reason. Imagine this. You're a witch, and instead of having a little handbag chihuahua, you want a little handbag demon. Mm Mm-hmm. Chicken. Also... I love the idea that the spell could go slightly wrong and make a completely different supernatural creature. Yeah. Like they say one word, just the accent of it was off, and now instead of a deep when you got a ghost forever. Just yeah. for eternity. Oh now you got it. So no take backs. <laughs> um what did you think about my little That was very interesting. What if it's chicken. the ghost of Francis Bacon coming back as a chicken? I would love that. And we can't even we don't even know it's him because he can't tell us because he's a chicken. Yeah. That's why he's freaking out, because he's like I'm a chicken. Yeah, maybe he was trapped because he killed the chicken mm-hmm. for science. The, and God is a chicken, famously. I believe God is a chicken. Yeah, famously, God is a chicken. <laughs> Sorry, I put no effort in <laughs> The cover of that will be on our Halloween album. It was so monotonous. God is a chicken. Sorry, I, saw, I thought I saw something, so I just was distracted. Yeah. So I thought I saw a chicken flying down at me from hell. Because the Lord... Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> How scary do you think it was? Mm, two. I would say one, because it's a chicken. Chickens do be biting. Chickens do bite. Yeah. And I have been there with chickens. I've never been bitten by a chicken. But they do bite, and they kind of have like scary little faces. Like, 
overall, chickens are cute because it's like a soft, plump bird. When you look into their eyes, <laughs> evil. Getting pecked by a chicken doesn't hurt, though. It's because they have, like, dinosaur faces, which yeah. is really cool, but, like, kind of freaks me out a little bit. Fair enough. So a lot of people don't like birds. I, I don't dislike them. Like, I would have chickens and love no, I, them yeah, if no, you wanted I just them mean, like, and we live together here still, but, like... A lot of people have, like, a bird phobia. Like, my mum. My mum is afraid of birds. I have bird phobia. I did one time, and here's why. Oh my god, I did it. You're cookbaiting. Fuck. Um, I was still living with my mum at the time, or I was back from uni or something, and she used to have like a separate toilet with like a sliding door. Okay. And it was right by the back door. And she always used to leave, well she still does, leave the back door open because we always have dogs, so they can always just come and go as they want. So I go to the downstairs loo, I open the sliding door, and who's there? A pigeon. Oh. Just sat on the floor. But... She'll close the door, it's in use. (laughs) (laughs) But what I didn't realise is that Pigeons will just duck their heads down, mm-hmm. so you can just see their neck. Yeah. So I thought we had a headless pigeon in there. Oh. Because we also have a cat. Oh no. So I thought that the cat had killed the pigeon, dragged its body in, and left it as a gift because cats do that. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, because the door wasn't fully shut when I opened it. Mm-hmm. So then I start screaming, and it's just me and Mum in the house. Mum. <laughs> It's a headless bird. So she comes in, but she like, I don't know what the phobia is, whether it's like how they look or how they move or what, but she was like, oh my God, I can't get it. And I was like, oh my God, you have to, because I ain't touching a headless bird. Mm -hmm. Anyway, long story short, turns out his head was still on. He started flapping around and he eventually left. It must be hard having, that's a really funny story. It must be hard having a fear of birds in a place where there are so many pigeons. Mm, yeah imagine having a fear of birds here there are a lot of seagulls and pigeons yeah no i don't fear them so it's fine for me i can't imagine well good for you (laughs) yeah that's i like that we like weren't talking about you for a second (laughs) you're like "Mm, but for me it's fine that's funny were you able to pee eventually yeah well that's good i think he kind of scared the pee out of me though not like out of me i didn't wet myself on the pigeon yeah (laughs) i'm like well you won't move just pee on you. That's what they say. If you find a headless pigeon in your toilet, pee on it. It's good luck. How dangerous do you think... Not peeing on a pigeon is. How dangerous do you think ghost chicken is? Two. I don't know why you're rating this so high, man. Like, I'm happy about it for, like, the... I don't know, engagement, maybe? But, like... What do you think a chicken is going to do? Bite. They don't bite, dude. Flap at you. They flap and peck. Yeah, it just feels like a big flick, though. I don't want that. Oh, if she doesn't want to be big flicked, she thinks that's too danger. (laughs) What's the likelihood there is a ghost chicken in Pond Square? Three. Because there are so many different kinds of events that have been described. Mm -hmm. And also the idea that it's just flopped out of the sky and everyone has said that every time is quite an unusual thing. Like for there to just be a chicken there. Yeah, it's not just like they've seen a chicken. Yeah, because if it was like the chicken's just there, I'd be like, hey, everyone's just seeing a chicken then. Yeah, and it's just running away. But if you see a chicken fall out of the sky, mm-hmm. I would believe that. I think we should go That's and investigate like this. In Chicken Run, when the chickens are trying to fly and the rat is there and he goes, it's raining hen! Exactly like that. Yeah, <laughs> funny. Now you know. Any ideas as to what it could be other than a ghost chicken? It's a ghost chicken. Could be the ghost of Sir Francis Bacon as a chicken. Could be a spell gone wrong. It could be a revenge chicken. It could be people are just seeing a chicken. Just a real life chicken. Just a regular chicken. Okay. Interesting. You have anything else to say? No, dude, that is it. Sorry it was kind of short. It wasn't. Oh. You're like, it wasn't. You've been talking about this chicken for two hours. Well, if you like the podcast and you want to follow us on social media, you can do that at Myths Magic Pod on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash Myths Magic Murder. Over on Patreon, you can see our beautiful smiling faces while we tell you these objectively not scary things at all. 
Um, well, yours is coming up. I don't know. And you can get 10% off of our merchandise. Hurry up. Hurry up. Buy it now. It's going. It's going. It's gone. You missed it. And you can see it over on medsmagicmurder.com. Also on the website, you can give us your terrifying tales, spooky stories, and haunted happenings on the little referral submission thing. Or you can email those on midsmagicmurder at gmail.com. Okay, so my sources for this story are Wakelet for the full thread, Twitter thread from Adam Ellis, which is at Adam Tots Comics with an X on Twitter, and also Bustle.com. I didn't use Twitter. I used the other one because I don't know how to do all the Twitter thread things. Oh my God. So. <laughs> oh my God. Also, isn't it called X now? Yeah. So I am not a Twitter user. I have an account. I don't use it. So I, it's irrelevant. I'm going to call it Twitter because that's what it was when this was the platform. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not important to the story at all though. Anyway, Adam Ellis is a former BuzzFeed employee and illustrator. I'm familiar with his comic work. You probably are as well. It's very popular online. On August 7th, 2017, Adam tweeted, quote, So my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. Thread. Oh, cool. So I'm going to read the progression of his tweets. Some of them are quoted from the account. Some of them are slightly reworded to fit the narrative of the podcast. They're all available still on his account. Mm -hmm. He started appearing in dreams, but I think he's crossed over to the real world now. The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. Horrific. This is a combination of our worst nightmares, Kate. A ghost child near me. I am moving out. I'm having a full body cleanse. I'm getting new skin. I cannot do this. And you hate rocking chairs so much. Mine sounds so stupid. Which is a shame because they're really cozy. In comparison to you. I like to be in them. They freak you out. Why is that? Because of the woman in black. That's it. The movie? No. The play, which is objectively a million times better than the movie. The movie was good, but the play scared my little tiny ass all the way off of the seat. I was terrified. I've seen the play three or four times now um, in London, and it's so good. Please go and see it. Okay. But there is a bit with um, a rocking chair, and it's rocking, and it's like... It's like a rhythmic movement, like mm. sound, um, and you can hear it before you see it, and then it lights up, and it's rocking on its own, but it's rocking, like, so, like, violently. Right. I'm getting goosebumps. Okay, like, I'm it's okay. afraid. Back to this one now. Be scared of this. Okay. Then Adam tweeted an illustration of the little boy. Photos, everything will be on social media, at Miss Magic Pod, it's all there. But it's basically a small boy with a head that looks like a piece is missing, kind of. Like he's been hit with something heavy. Like a dented head. Mm -hmm. Adam captioned the photo saying, He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. I did my best to draw it. Huge is a bit mean. Right, Adam. <laughs> the kid's bullying him because Whoa, he's... Whoa, big head. <laughs> because he's bullying it. For a while he just stared at me, but then he got out of the chair and started shambling toward the bed. When I tell you I'll be out of that room... Well, you can't because you're par paralysed. Then Adam said he couldn't move because he often gets sleep paralysis. I know, horrific. I, I've had sleep paralysis once. Nothing scary happened. I just couldn't move. It was very scary. And right before the boy got to his bed, Adam woke up screaming. He then said he had another dream a few nights later where he was in a library and a girl came up to him and said, you've seen dear David, haven't you? The girl told him in the dream that David is dead. He only appears at midnight and you can ask him two questions if you say... Dear David first. But then, she added, never try to ask him a third question or he'll kill you. Okay. Adam was very shaken, but a few weeks passed without incident. Adam then tweeted that David had came back in another dream, the same situation where he was in the rocking chair. The rocking chair at the end of his bed is a green one. I don't know if that's important, but I'm going to tell you now. In the dream, Adam asked David, Dear David, how did you die? David said, an accident in a store. Adam said, Dear David, what happened in the store? David groaned and said, A shelf was pushed on my head. Frozen in fear, Adam said, Who pushed the shelf? And David didn't answer. And then he realised that he'd asked a third question, and he woke up terrified. Adam then spent some time researching deaths in the city, but didn't find anything about a boy named David and other similar names dying in a store. And eventually some time went by. He couldn't find anything. 
Then, to Adam's surprise, an apartment above his became available to rent, and it was a bigger apartment, so he was excited for the move. And also, I imagine, possibly excited at the concept of not having these dreams anymore. He lives in a duplex, so it's two apartments stacked on top of each other, Mm -hmm. and that's the place. So he used to live in the bottom one, now he lives in the top one. Okay. A few months went by with nothing happening. Adam began forgetting about David. He assumed that it was because of the move, but then something strange started happening. He tweeted a video of his cat staring directly underneath the door. The tweet attached read, For the past four nights, my cats gather at the front door at exactly midnight and just stare at it, like something's on the other side. Mm. Last night, move. I got a weird feeling and looked at the peephole, and I'm dead certain I saw movement on the other side. Leave that house. Nope. Move it. Move the house away. Pick the house up. Pick the whole... No. Pick only your house up. Pick the top floor up and evacuate. Put it on another bottom floor somewhere else. Yeah. That's the problem, is the height. So he opened the door. (laughs) Ghosts can only haunt you if you're two floors up. Yeah, ghosts... One floor up? They don't even see down. They can't look down. Ghosts, yeah. No no ghosts can look down. And they're all just one story above. New ghost law, this is official, because it's from us, the experts. Ghosts can only look straight ahead... And up. And up. They can't look down. No. So if you live on the ground floor, you're fine. Yeah, the ghost plane is like one floor ghost above. Ghost plane. Above the normal ghost. Wait, above the normal level. The um, ghost plane is a plane full of chicken ghosts. Shut up. Like in Chicken Run, but they're all ghosts. Oh my god, don't spoil the movie. People might not have seen it from Sorry. 2000. <laughs> anyway, he opened the door and turned on the hallway light. But nothing was there. His cats continued to seem odd and unnerved. Then, two days later, on August 9th, 2017, Adam tweeted, Update, for the sixth night in a row, my cat has walked over to the door, promptly at midnight, and just stared at it. With a photo of one of his cats doing just this. In case you're wondering, the cat is a cutie pie. He also shared a video of this. What is the cat's name? Maxwell. Maxwell. I wrote it later on. I don't know what the other one is called, I'm sorry. Do your research. There are better. two, but Maxwell is the one that like most of the tweets are about. Okay. He then shared <laughs> that's sorry, that wasn't really important. I should have I should have noted that down. He then shared an image that terrified his followers. He took two photos through his peephole, one with a small shape hiding behind the stair banister in the hallway, and the next image where the thing was gone. He said that he deadlocked the door as he was unsure of what to do, but the cat continued to meow at the door. Okay. Horrific. Awful. Over the next few days, Adam continued to share images and videos of his cats meowing, scratching and interacting with the door into the hallway. He claimed they only do this at night, and it had become part of their routine. He also put a salt ring around the door, and continued to observe the cats acting unusually. Mm -hmm. Then on August 11th, he tweeted, I used a sound app to record my apartment last night. It makes individual recordings each time it hears something. There were 33 recordings. Most of them were normal things like passing cars, but a few were interesting. One sounded like a snapping sound and a single step which was unusual because he didn't get out of bed that night. Then another recording, he said he had heard a strange electric sound and another snap. These were recorded between 2 or 3 a.m., and he had no explanation for them. Then Adam went away for the weekend, but he returned on August 14th with more interesting tweets. He said, So a weird thing just happened, take it with a grain of salt. He said he'd bought a Polaroid camera that weekend, for fun, and he took some photos around his apartment. Almost all of the photos turned out perfectly fine around his place, except for when he took one of the hallway. The Polaroid developed completely black. When he took the photo, the lights were on, and it was just after midnight. The Polaroids had started out white, and he even took another one with his finger over the lens to make sure that it wasn't just an accident. But it wasn't. It looked very different to the other ones. The black one is like completely matte black. Mm. Like absence of light instead of like... You know, when you cover your camera and it's, like, fleshy. Yeah. He took a few more, and they all came out black. He then stood back with the door open and took a Polaroid of, like, the room and the doorway to the hallway. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He took one on his phone and one with his Polaroid. One on the phone looked normal, but the other one, the Polaroid, had a completely black hallway. Horrific. The next day, he saged his house, as his followers suggested. The day after, he tweeted, sage did not work. He said that he had dreamed of David for the first time in months. David was sitting on the rocking chair in the room again, but the room was hazy. He was smaller this time and didn't say anything. He made more tweets over the next days, mostly about his cats and how everything was just very uncomfortable and uneasy, and that he wouldn't move 
house in case he just followed him anyway and there was no point. He liked fair. the apartment, you know, fair. Then on August 21st, Adam tweeted that he fell asleep early and had a dream that David was dragging him by the arm through an old abandoned warehouse. Then when he took a shower, after waking up, he found that he had a huge bruise on his arm. Oh, hate that. Hate that. He thought maybe he'd just hurt himself by accident and, you know, moved on. Then he went to go get a coffee. He said that when he walks to the coffee place, he passes a food cart repair depot, which is a very specific business. Mm. It's always incredibly busy and has been extremely busy every single day since he moved there four years ago. But today when he walked past, the entire place was completely abandoned. So he was shocked and he went inside to look around. And the only thing in the whole place was a single green chair. No. He thought that was extremely creepy because in the dreams, David had been on the green chair in his bedroom and also dragged him through an empty warehouse in the dream. Could be nothing, but I definitely spooky. I hate that so much. Are you whirling up? Yeah. Is it the chair in the room? D- yeah. He then tweeted on August 26th that the cats started behaving strange even earlier, around 10.30pm. He also started getting calls from an unmarked number. Ew. He figured it was some kind of telemarketer, and because it was happening for so many days, he was like, if I just pick it up, they might go away. When he picked it up, he just heard the same electrical sound that had been picked up on his sound recording app. And just as he was about to hang up, he heard a small voice say, hello. Ew. Ew. So quiet he could barely hear it. Ew. On August 29th, Adam tweeted that he moved the rocking chair into different rooms of the house. And also he'd bought a pet monitoring camera because he was planning on going to Japan and he was going to come in and look after the cats and he wanted to see him. The camera runs 24-7 and alerts you of movement and sound via an app. He wanted to test the camera out before he left, so he set it up and his phone pinged throughout the day with the cats, you know, like wandering around and stuff, mm-hmm. nothing weird. And then it dinged again at 11pm. He detached a video to the tweet of what the camera picked up and the rocking chair was rocking on its own. I'm so sorry, Kate. I quit this podcast. Fuck Half this an hour podcast. later. I hate it and I hate you and I hate your stories. Oh my God. Sorry. Half an hour later, the camera went off again because something fell off the wall unprompted. Mm-hmm. Adam put the rocking chair into the hallway. To hell with that thing. Fair. Fair enough. Just burn it. How about that? Then on September 5th, Adam tweeted, it's happening again. He shared a video of his cats hanging out in the living room before one of them freaks out and jumps over something invisible. He also shared an image of his cat sitting on his hind legs looking around, saying that he'd been doing that on and off for hours. That's really cute. While it's spooky in context, it is extremely cute. He's sitting like a little penguin. I love him. I love when cats do that. It's my favourite thing. In the last video of the cat he shared, the cat, Maxwell, was sat on his hind legs of the couch and he was sort of pawing at something that isn't there. Mm-hmm. And he said he doesn't often get bugs because of where he lives, so it's unlikely that's what it was. But we can't be sure to rule that out. Yeah. He didn't tweet for 10 days before posting, I've been having so many nightmares lately. He wrote how he dreamt of a severed head and a strange figure outside his window. After leaving the house to grab snacks, Adam peered into the abandoned warehouse because he heard a loud clunk coming from inside of it. He held his photo up to a vent and took a flash photo inside of an abandoned room because he didn't want to go in there himself. He didn't want to look. When he got home, he looked at the photo because he was too scared to do it in the street. And he saw a bunch of random office items and a ghostly face in the upper right corner. Quit. Quit it. Well, then he went to Japan. Fair enough. You know what? Honestly, don't come back. I wouldn't. (laughs) Was he fine while he was there? Well, he had a restful time. But he did notice one thing odd while he was exploring. He tweeted a photo of a large monumental statue that he had randomly come across while exploring. Mm -hmm. And a part of the statue was a woman holding a baby with a dented head. Ew. 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 I hate this story. He arrived back home on October 6th and strange things started happening again. Two bulbs burned out in the hallway. He changed them. They burned out again. The lights around his TV broke, even though they weren't very old. And on October 14th, he was awake around 4am because he couldn't sleep when he heard a faint scratching outside of his door. So instead of opening it, he took a photo through the people because he was too scared to look through the people. Good for you. And he noticed there was part of a face, an ear and an eye standing very close to the door. Adam was quiet for a while. Yep. Before posting on October 26th that he had a friend come over and cleanse the whole apartment and hallway. And things felt normal after this. Although, a few days later, he noticed his cats were staring out of the window and saw there was someone standing on the roof of the business next door, staring at him. 
He ducked down, tried to take a photo, but the figure disappeared by the time he took the image. Freaky. On November 7th, he dreamt of David again. He said, he was staring right at me, just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed and could barely move. But this time, something was different. I still felt mostly immobile, but I could squirm my hand a little bit. I felt more alert, and he could kind of move around a bit. Mm -hmm. David was sat in a chair across from him. It wasn't the rocking chair. He'd put a different chair in there. I don't know why you wouldn't just not put a chair in there. Yeah, right? Like, stop letting the ghost sit down. Christ. Does it, is it that much to have a chair? I don't know. I feel like if I was like, yeah, okay, ghosts keep sitting on chairs and looking at me. No chair for the room. No chair in the house. No chair here. We all stand. <laughs> I stand the whole time. Every day. So Adam knew what was coming because David was sat in the chair. But because he could move a little bit, he was able to grab his phone because he wanted to take some photos in the dream. David started shuffling towards him, slowly like it was a struggle, and Adam was terrified but kept taking photos. He said that he started muttering something too quiet for Adam to understand. His eyes rolled back into his head. David started crawling on his bed towards him, and before he knew it, Adam woke up. He Ew. shrug the dream off. He was shaken up, but he How was stressed. How can you shrug that off? Nightmare. You start to forget dreams, I suppose. And he went to work. And then later that day, he went into his phone, and he saw dozens of pitch black photos in his camera roll. And he shared some of the images. And sure enough, there's a little dent-headed boy sat in the chair across from him. I've sent you the photos. Only two of them. I'm not going to look. So, fuck you. Please take a look. No. Please. No. Will you look at the end? This is horrific. Why would I look at that? Please I, look I, at the when end. When I tell you, I'll be blocking that man on Twitter as soon as humanly Please possible. Please look at, at least at the end. No. Please. <laughs> For the show. I hate this story so much. Okay, maybe maybe at the end you'll uh, feel different. Maybe. That was all for a while, until on November 18th, Adam tweeted about how he was learning new information about his apartment after he heard a thump directly above his head, which should be impossible because he lives on the top floor now. Mm -hmm. Also, there's no access to the roof from outside. So he went into his hallway and noticed there's like a small attic-style hatch above his apartment. So there's like a crawl space in between his apartment and the roof. I suppose. Wonderful. You know what I always say? I wish there were more crawl spaces everywhere. I like that we don't have that in England. What the hell is that about? I hate it. I don't want there to be space in my walls. To crawl? I've only ever heard of those being used for rats and bodies. Yeah, right? What good comes of them? When do you need to crawl in there? Yeah, I'm never like, oh, you know what I fancy doing on this Tuesday? I might just crawl around in my walls. <laughs> Christ, go on, tell me more horrific things. So the hallway, the, the ceiling is really, really tall. So you can't just get to the attic thing. You can't just, you need a really big ladder, like a professional ladder. Tall way, if you will. So after researching about the crawl space, he was like, okay, this isn't relevant. You know, I heard a, a clunk, but it's probably nothing. But then he heard something clink and roll a few feet before stopping. And then he immediately bought a long pole to go and prod the thing. Fair enough. Over the next few days, the noises got worse and worse until very loud crashes from above started waking him up. One night, the crashes continued over and over again, 15 times. And then when he woke up in the morning, he noticed a small pile of dirt. He noticed a small pile of dirt directly under the hatch. He looked up and noticed something coming out of the hatch. Using his long pole, he reached for it. And there's a video of him trying to get it on TikTok, sorry, on Twitter. And it was a very old children's leather shoe. No. 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 That's it. Good art. Goodbye. See ya. This is like a horror movie. He called his landlord over to investigate, only to hear there's nothing inside of the crawl space. He was like, I'm, I'm going to go in and show you. There's nothing in here. And then he said, oh, wait, there's this. And he handed him an old marble. After this, Adam started feeling dizzy over the next month and began feeling feelings of dread much more until he downloaded an app that takes a photo every minute, desperate to catch David again. The next morning, he scrolled through hundreds of photos. Those are the ones I sent you, sorry. Almost all of them were just him asleep in the bed. And then suddenly, there's David again, sat in the chair across the room. Horrific. This is a very spooky photo, whether you think it's real or not, because I shat myself when I saw it. I'm not going to look at it, ever. 
I will live my life not knowing. Then David was gone from the next couple of photos until suddenly he was stood right next to the bed staring at him. In the next photo, he's staring right at the camera. Ew. Suddenly in the last photo, he's very up close to the camera and it's just like some stringy hair and a malformed ear. I hate stringy hair the most out of all hairs. Some days later, Adam saw something move outside of his bathroom window. It had been snowing and although whatever it was moved away quickly, when he went outside, he saw small children's footprints in the snow heading behind the garage. Well, that makes me feel better, actually. Why? Because ghosts don't have feet. What the hell does that mean? Like, they're Kate not... thinks every ghost is a sheet ghost. No, I just mean, like, they're not real. They're not... People. Physical. Yeah, they're not... Um... Thick? What <laughs> word do I mean? Dense? Yeah. They don't... Made of matter? They don't... Yeah, they don't have density. Depends on who you ask. Mm, yeah, but in my mind, that makes me happier. Some people say that ghosts are just like people. No. And you don't notice. That's hell. Adam continued having nightmares, and his phone timer caught an even creepier photo of David lurking over him on the bed, directly above him. Ew. Just a moment before he woke up. And these tweets are very detailed and very interesting if you want to read them all, but I would be here for hours if I read them all verbatim. So I'm going to wrap up. Over the next weeks... Adam tweeted about how he was getting increasingly more tired and that he had brain fog before he suddenly went radio silent. Then on February 3rd, Adam simply tweeted, everything is fine. And two weeks later, please don't worry about me. I'm okay and everything will be like it was before. Smiley face emoji. He tweeted strange videos from odd angles of his cats. People asking him, with people asking him if it was really him or David making the posts and whether he'd been possessed. I mean, possessed people tend not to look after cats, right? Depends on whether they like cats or not. True, true. In the end, Adam ended the stories with a tweet simply saying that he was doing okay and he was trying to focus on work. This left followers very confused and wondering if David had possessed him, like I said. And then, on June 6, 2018, Adam announced that Dan Lin, the producer of It, will be producing a Dear David film, which apparently is already out, but I have not seen anything about it. But when I Google it, it says October 2023. That's now, and I haven't seen anything about it. So this left his fans wondering if it was a real story that was offered a movie, or whether it was all promotion for a movie he'd already been working on, but either way, it's very spooky. Yeah. It made me shit. I was studying, I was reading this late at night and I was like, ah. And also it's a very clever marketing tactic if that's what's happened. I was thinking like, oh, a guy that works for BuzzFeed is making these click-worthy tweets that are basically... He doesn't work there anymore, but yeah. I said worked. Oh. Yeah. But like, he, you know about like engagement mm -hmm. and stuff. And I was like, like it literally said like 10 minutes ago this sounds like a horror movie mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's very horror script-esque yeah but i'd like to know what everybody thinks especially as you look at the images on the socials please look at them kate and let me know if you think this is a real story and they just happened to make a movie of it because it was so viral or whether you think he wrote a movie and then promoted it using the tweets which i mean that's the long game if that's what he was doing you gotta respect it Adam told everyone what he experienced was real, but reviews were mixed on the film announcement. Do you want to do the scare scale? I think, yeah. Yeah, I want to do the scare scale. And I think it's worth maybe watching the movie and seeing if it's exactly the tweets. Because if it is, then it's promo, right? Fair. Because horror movies always take the piss. Yeah. Like... <laughs> That makes sense. If it's like based on the tweets or whether it is the tweets, yeah. like exactly everything happens. Exactly. That's yeah. a good idea. I mean, I'd like to see it if it's ever out, if oh, I ever you hear can. anything about it. I won't because now I know that there's a rocking chair scene in it. Yeah. I simply you you won't shouldn't. be watching that. But yeah, look at the photos before we do the scare scale. <sighs> I don't, well, don't want to. I only sent you two. Oh, a nice picture of someone's latte. I'm going to block you, I think. Oh, no, I hate that. Oh, that looks like Gollum. It looks like a doll, I think. I don't want to look at the other one. You don't even want to look at the second one? No. 
What's well, the second one where he's over him? No, he's just he's just moved a bit. It's a different angle. No, I don't want to look at the second one. I don't like it. Scary, right? Yeah, but it looks like a doll. Okay. I think. It looks like um like a prop. Fair enough. Um Yeah. Also, I think if I was taking photographs and you know, if this is real, no shade on the guy at all. If this was happening to me, first of all, I would have moved immediately just to see if it worked. Second of all, if I wanted to take photographs, I would sleep with all the lights on. That's fair. To get better photographs. I think people had said as well in the one where he'd, he was looking at the camera, the angle was slightly different. Of the camera? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which made people be like, I think this is fake now. Yeah. But I think if it is fake, I mean, not only is it really clever, because it, it was months and months of him tweeting this, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, very well-placed things. I don't know how he would get the cats to act like that, though. But I don't, I don't know. Looking out of the door. They were, like, scratching, and they were, like, hitting things that weren't there, staring at the door every night. Cats are freaks, though. <laughs> Cats like, are free. Also, if you're doing it for... I mean, I don't know, because I haven't watched any of them. But, like, if you went behind a door and, like, rattled a cat's toy or, like, had food outside That's the fair. Door, you could edit the sound could, out of it. Yeah, you could... You know, I don't know if there was a, a clip where he's been like, look, these are the cats being weird. Let's look out the peephole. <clears throat> but if not, you could just put the cat's food outside the door, shut the door watch them pour at it that's fair yeah that is good but i don't know yeah i just don't know also if it is fake the photos are really well done because when i saw them i wasn't like immediately i wasn't like that's really fake i was like that's really scary yeah and i think that showing a a a thing like that is has the risk of it being like no one's interested anymore because it's too fake yeah but it wasn't yeah people were still into it i don't like right until the end yeah i wonder if in the film. I think you've just got to see the film, I think, to see whether it's fake. Because, like, if it's fake, perhaps those images will be, like, recreated in the film. Mm. Does that make sense? And, like, you could see, like, obviously they'll have a doll. They won't employ a ghost child with a dent in its head. So, like, you could see how similar the doll or the child look to that. Yeah. Because, like... Yes, you can work movie magic and make things look good, but like you can't make something look exactly the same. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's do the scare scale. How okay. scary do you think Five. the story is? You That's do? horrific. How I dangerous? Uh, three. He did say he will kill you, but then I guess he didn't. But he didn't. Yeah, that's the thing. He didn't kill him, and he could be like, you know, making him tired and brain fog and stuff so mm-hmm. i think i wouldn't like that but in terms of actual danger that isn't oh apart from the bruise also though it was implied that he got possessed at the end yeah i don't know okay i don't know because if it was an old child's leather shoe who plays with marbles will he know how to work twitter that's a good point would he know how to record the cats he might have seen the other guy doing it Sorry, I forgot. He's like, I want to possess him so that I can use an iPhone. You're right. Imagine being a Victorian child. No. And seeing someone use an iPhone. You'd be like, I want that. Whatever this deadly device is, the devil's work, I want to use it. How likely do you think it is that it's real? If there wasn't a movie coming out, I would say four and a half. But there is a movie coming out. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say two and a half. Okay. What your idea is, just real or movie promo? Yeah, real movie promo. I don't know. At first I was like, oh, maybe it's someone like having a laugh. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a hoax, but then you wouldn't have that in your bedroom. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I mean, it could just be like a Photoshop job yeah before the movie promo thing i was thinking perhaps it was just like he's made it to make it you know what i mean like a fun art project yeah, like a project yeah mm. um like a folklore project type thing 
Um, but yeah, that's all I can really think it is. I don't, I don't know. You don't tend to get other things in your bedroom that look like Gollum, so. Fair enough. Well, let us know what you think. Take a look at the photos. Tell us what you think of the story and comment and let us know if you think it's real. Yeah, and don't listen before bed this time. Listen before bed. Do you really think that? Eh, 